Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's showtime, baby. You go wacko, bananas, nuts, crazy, unbelievable. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. You don't have any idea what my so life was ideas. like before you came along. You know, most people want to have kids and they settle in and... That's all good. I hear you. Jeff Lutz. I know that, dude. It's hard for me to believe that you folks don't understand the way of the world. No duh, right? <laughs> 97.5 in 1240 KFH. And it's going to be legendary. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. It is a Tuesday edition the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. I'm Bob Lutz. Jeff Lutz is here as well. Max Power producing and engineering the show. And the phone number is 869-1240. That is the IHOP hotline. Jeff, hello. What's happening? I hear you dropped another uh, uh, Origins podcast. Sure did. You can find it uh, on Spotify if you search for 12 News Origins. I just put the link on Facebook. We're going to get this thing uh, rolling. What about at uh, kwch.com? Can I get it there? I don't know, man. Can we uh, maybe get that on there? I would sure love that. Aren't you kind of in charge of the website? I'm in charge of the website, but I don't know. That's not going on the website. Huh. And I don't know what they want to do with the video, but I today I edited it, edited it. Uh, I got the audio file, and I uh, put it on Spotify, and it's up there. I talked with Dylan Schmidt. And Dale Football Coach. Who's your next subject uh, coming up in a couple weeks? Man, I'm trying. Uh, I'm gonna aim high for this one. Who? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to get uh, one of those. Uh, a musician. His name is Wade Bowen. He's coming to Kansas in Hazen, Manhattan, but it's next week, like the 26th. So I'd have to record that fairly soon if I was going to get that in advance of that. Uh, but that's that's who I'm aiming for. When you have when you ha- when you don't have really a set schedule, you can just try to try for anyone and then fall back on somebody else if that doesn't work out. So you're not keeping this to sports necessarily. Not keeping it to sports necessarily, not necessarily keeping it local, although it will be 80 to 90% local, but I want to branch out occasionally and and get some people who have stories to tell outside of our community. Well, I, I would hope that you would accentuate our community. But uh whatever you choose to do, uh, just uh, just see it through and and uh, and be uh, steadfast. And uh, you know how like uh, grow. And not that I didn't love 
interviewing Brent Kimnitz and, and Dylan Schmidt because I absolutely did, and I hand-selected those guests for a reason. But, you know, when, like, performers uh, say, we'll play, I'll play two songs for you but one for me, the, the Wade Bowen would kind of be the one for me. No, no Wade Bowen. Well, he's got uh, a, a big following. He's one of those Texas guys. This isn't the guy you're going to start following from no. state to state. No, I'm even going through his management. Well, that's good. We'll not have any direct contact with Wade Bowen unless he agrees. Is he to. a big star? He's a pretty big star. His music is, you know, it's right up my alley. Uh, we had one of his uh, um, collaborators on the show several years back, Randy Rogers. I don't know if you remember that. I do not remember, Randy, but I'm sure it was fantastic. That might have been Jason Duda. He might have been there for that one. Uh, but, yeah, that was a good conversation, and they get together a lot, so we'll see. So I had you reach out, uh, and we're on tomorrow on the show. Tell us what we've got. We've got, uh, there's a group, what's it called? I don't have it in front of me. Black Symphony something? Black Tie Symphony or something like that. Uh, they're coming. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have gotten me, like, off the cuff. They're coming to, I believe, the Orpheum. The Orpheum. Yes, the Orpheum. Uh, I don't think they're like a straight-out symphony because they have a guitarist. Maybe they're more like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Um, but I didn't get to do a whole lot of homework on this group. They're coming to the Orpheum to play some Eagle songs. They're doing the Hotel California album uh, from start to finish, soup to nuts, as we call it. Um, and we're going to talk to a couple of their people. Well, you know, that's it's the Black Jacket. Uh, symphony. They're at the uh, Orpheum coming up Friday evening, uh, and they're doing Eagles. Do yeah. they always do Eagles? No, I, I saw they've they've done like Fleetwood Mac and a whole bunch of other artists, but they uh, you know they have a wide repertoire. I think I got to go to that, don't I? It's hard to uh, yeah, probably. It's hard to find a whole lot of information about them. Even their website doesn't have a ton. But you know, we'll I'll do it. I'll find what I can, what I can find, and we'll have a good interview tomorrow. Oh, you're just on top of the world. Oh, so this Boy, is you, so good. You pop out a couple of podcasts and you can do anything. I don't know if I can Wait, do anything. Oh, I'll find out. Uh, whatever. You you just you, you've got the you've got the confidence. Well, I'd like to. I'll drag it out of you. That's my goal for the next two hours is to humble you a little bit. All right. See what you can do. Uh, here's what we. I'm just kidding, of course. Here's what we have on tap for the show today. At 225, Tim Fitzgerald, GoPowerCat.com. I find K-State football to be extremely fascinating. It's and pretty interesting. Most of it is because of the quarterback situation. They did not make either of the quarterbacks available to the media today, as this is really the major storyline for K-State. And we're talking about Will Howard and Avery Johnson. Well, that's the two quarterbacks. Uh, well, you know, we no, like uh, Phil uh, Phil Johnson. Well, of course, we're talking about. You know, we get those notes from our our esteemed leader Tony when we say we know it's not just pronouns. We got to give the names too. Of course, uh, they, those are the two quarterbacks. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk with uh, Tim Fitzgerald, K State with a home game, a big one, an important one, against TCU coming up this week. Uh, so he'll join us at 2.25. At 2.45, N.A. Ekpan, the head football coach at Wichita East. Uh, they have Bishop Carroll coming up uh, this week. And they're, is it the end of the regular season? In yeah, this class? is game eight. 
Uh, so Wichita East with a chance to tie Northwest and Capon for the City League Championship. They've all beaten one another. Capon beat East, East beat Northwest, and Northwest beat Capon. Yes. Uh, so those three teams are obviously very evenly matched. Right, all pretty good games. And we'll talk with uh, any Ekpan of East High School at 245. Hour number two today, you've got a game. What is the game? Uh, it's something I threw together. I, mean, I didn't really throw it together. But it's not It's not my greatest game, but it'll be fun. Well, whenever you do that, it reminds me of our friend Jamin Anderson, who came in here each and every week with a great game. No, he didn't. Well, that's and my recollection. And he had three games. What's the hotel key? Uh, my friend uh, Jason got, gave this to me. It's a little Hotel California piece of memorabilia. Uh, it's an Eagles thing. And when is your anniversary? Uh, Friday. The 20th. Yeah. So are you going to take your wife to the We're gonna Black be celib- Jacket Symphony? That would be a good idea. Uh, we're going to be mostly celebrating that next month as uh, we, we travel to Minnesota. You are doing that? Yeah, those tickets are now off the market. They're in my possession. Why, what made you decide to I do don't know. That? I just The further I've gotten away from New York, the more I've realized I still want to see this band. So I'm going to still see really? this band. Yeah. What a weak effort. They're not doing anything to, for you. No, they're not. But what if it's not uh, Steely Dan? What if uh, we get... I think we might get Steve Miller or somebody else. Well, we might get Vince Gill. Yeah, we might get Vince Gill. Well, you might get who knows who. Exactly. But I don't want Steely Dan, so I'm going to go see him. Well, what if it is Steely Dan? Yeah, I'll be sad. I'll be so sad. But it, it, it'll it be all right. We'll have a good time. I don't time. know what your uh, dislike for Steely Dan is. Just don't get it. I don't understand. That's what I don't get. They're, they have some very, very okay, good Okay, but listen, and I, I'm sure their audiences cross over a bunch, but I'm sitting down on the Eagles show. I'm ready for harmonies. I'm ready for some guitar. I'm ready for a vocal band. And here's this band before them that's playing 13-minute uh, instrumentals from guys I've never heard of. There's these session musicians that are out there that nobody knows. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, I hope they played some of their hits. They played their hits. Well, that's what you want. But they dragged them on forever. Well, that's okay as long as you get to the hits. It's all about the hits. And I sang Reeling in the Years with them. We had fun, but I was not. They got a a great catalog. Um, I just hope they're able to perform. That they can can pull it together. They will be. They're still advertised for California early next year. Are you going to say anything about my bullishness on Texas and Philadelphia? I didn't know I was supposed to. Uh, but are you? Why do I have to be the one that mentions it? Well, are, are you going to say anything about it? Well, it's not really. What am I supposed to say? Well, aren't you going to say, "Wow"? You know, when you when it comes to forecasting baseball, you still picked Houston, but that's okay. When it comes to forecasting baseball, this guy. Knows what he's talking about. Mm, okay, well, congratulations. I, I mean, well, go ahead and say it. I don't know that I should. Well, I, don't I, you think? I think that those are going to be the teams that go to the World well, Series. Well, if it's not, I'll be shocked. But I still think there's a lot of randomness and unpredictability involved, which is how we ended up with the Diamondbacks, who clearly are not even in Philadelphia's league. They, li- they, they had a, they had a moment. They had the tying run at the plate. 
they if got, you score early, the game's over. It doesn't matter who you are. No one well, scores. I don't know about that. No one scores off bullpens anymore at all. The, the, the uh, Astros chipped away. Yeah, against they, Texas, and Texas's bullpen is is not their strong. Suit. They got one against them, maybe uh, the home run from Alvarez off. No, Chapman. they got uh, they got several. They only scored three runs or four. No, four. Okay, well, Evaldi gave up at least a couple of those. Yeah, he gave up two. And Arizona's bullpen threw four scoreless after Zach Gallon looked very average. Well, thank goodness, because I've lamented the Cardinals giving up on him for years. And I'm at, uh, that justifies it? No, I wasn't happy. I, I like to see Zach Gallon succeed. Uh, the more I see of the Phillies, the less I like them, but I respect them. So I'm going to ask you the question, Bryce Harper or Mike Trout? What's the question? There's only one answer. Well, what's the question? Bryce Harper or Mike Trout? Uh, and best looking uh, guy. Oh, you know what guy I'm I'd want singing you know background vocals Which on my. Which player would you want? Uh, Bryce Harper. You, that is a that's a concession from you. No, Mike Trout. That would not have been your answer. If Mike Trout was healthy, ago. there'd be a, a much deeper conversation but Mike Trout hasn't proven that he can stay healthy which is really sad because he's uh most probably the most talented player of our generation. I think Bryce Harper's more talented. No you don't. Yeah, I do. I I'm just going to say it. No, he I'm, doesn't he didn't run like Trout. He didn't defend like no, Trout. No, he's not a center fielder, he, but he's he didn't a hit very like good Trout. right fielder. He doesn't play right field anymore. Well, he did. He will again once he heals. Uh, he's a better boy. He, he uh, this guy. He's not a better player. Let's just. Boy, relax. I don't know, man. Let's just relax. I think I think Bryce Harper. He's very good, but you need to you need to cool it. No, I don't. You need always to, take these things way too far. I don't need to cool Mike anything. Mike Trout and Bryce Harper, barely a comparison from what they've accomplished to this point in their careers. Oh my God! Mike Trout's got three MVPs. You know where Mike Trout was last night? Peeking through the knot hole in left field. Great. You know what? Hey, that's a postseason baseball game. I'd sure like to be in one of those. You know what happened the second after Bryce Harper left the Nationals? They won the World Series. So, you know, say you could say whatever you want. You can frame any argument, any possible way you want. I'm going to tell you right now. Mike Trout has been a better player unequivocally than Bryce Harper. I'm going to tell you right now, I like Bryce Harper better. Right now, sure. But over the course of their careers, it's not close. I disagree. You're wrong. You can disagree all you want. That's, uh, again, making arguments off of emotions and what you last saw. And No, absolutely not. You're just wrong. I've watched this guy, Harper, because he's been in the National League. I've watched him... Closer. Right, he's good, but he's not Mike Trout. Okay, just quit yelling. Fine. I'm having a seize a reasonable uh, conversation. You're not having a reasonable. Why are you yelling? Because, see, uh, there you go with the gaslighting. Well, well, again. But again, why are you so upset? Because you're making dumb points. Two-time MVP. How many for Trout? He's got uh, three MVPs, one, two, three runner-ups, and a fourth. Was he Rookie of the Year? Yes. What's his career OPS? Nine ninety four. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, OPS plus one seventy three. Yeah, he's probably a little better than Harper. Yeah, a, a lot better. But Harper will have better numbers by the time his career ends. I don't know. Mike Trout still only they're, they're the same age basically. Harper's uh, thirty. He's thirty. He just turned thirty one yesterday. Mike Trout is thirty two in a couple months and a couple months. Um, so yeah, they're similar. 
ages, but Mike Trout has had a much better career. How many uh, career postseason at-bats for Trout? Here we go, because he controls that. He, does, he bats in all nine spots, How many right? plate appearances for Trout in the postseason? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yes. Harper did that this week. Great. He's got a better team. 190 plate appearances. With a 1044 career OPS in the postseason. I'm not arguing against Bryce Harper. You're arguing against what I, Mike Trout. What I do, what I do, and what I've found to be uh, tried and true, is to not only look at the regular season performance of players, but see what they've done in the postseason. Okay, how's Mike Trout supposed to get to the postseason by himself? How is he supposed to do that? I like Ted to look Williams at, didn't get to the postseason. Yeah, and I, how, if I how? had a. If I had a Musial Williams uh, comparison, I would point out, which, by the way, is a reasonable so, comparison. So Ted well, Williams would, on the Cardinals wouldn't have made the postseason, is, is your contention. Which, by the way, is a reasonable. See, you, you, you get confronted with these questions and these facts and logic, and you have no answer for it. Look up Ted Williams while you're on your phone. Postseason at bats for Ted Williams. I don't think he had any, did he? Look it up. Well, the answer would be zero. Now, in those days, remember, you didn't get to the postseason unless you got to the World Series. Right. So Stan Musial played in three World Series. Yeah, he, he played in one in 1946, Ted Williams. In today's age, uh, Stan the Man would have been in about 12 postseasons. Right? I guess. Now, I'll say this about Stan Musial, who, by the way, my wife and I met. In his and office. here's another emotional argument. What's wrong with saying we met him? Well, you're just going off because you've you like met the a Hall of Fame baseball player. Uh, yeah. Who? Chipper Jones, John Smoltz. Uh, at least those two. Dale Murphy didn't get in. Pudge Rodriguez, I interviewed. I was, there's a few. You interviewed Pudge Rodriguez. Yes. You know what? We're going to compare the Hall of Fame baseball players we have met. I don't think I can say I've met Griffey, Bonds, or Pedro, but I was on Pedro, Bonds, and Griffey watch when they came through well, town. You didn't meet them. No, I didn't. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you my list later. I don't in even the show. know my list. You know what? Later in the show, I'm gonna go ahead and give you my list. I, okay. Of Hall of Famers I've met. Well, I just named three. I don't think that Roger Clemens. You met Roger. I interviewed Clinton. him. That doesn't count. He's not a Hall of Famer. Right. Uh, I think that's it. You know it. what? When you met Roger, did you have to stand yeah, 15 my, feet away? My, f uh, my phone glowed. That's Exactly. I thought they put up signs I around. I can't wait until a uh, summons appears. Roger Clemens has sued you for defamation. <laughs> I would and love then I, that. And then he owns this house. I would love that. What do you think Roger would do with the house? Uh, probably take out the paneling. You don't like the paneling, do you? You always make fun of me for the paneling. I didn't put it up. I like it. I think it's, it's old a, school. I an like easy it. mark. I like it. I think it's old school. I, I think it, it's it's a it, it's a reminder of yesteryear. Well, you There's love not those. a thing wrong with the paneling. You love reminders now, of yesteryear. Now, when I get the new carpet in here, and hopefully some new lighting, uh, this place is going to just it's, it's going to pop. Sing. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait. Well, I, I hope you're act. I hope you're, you're you're being real about it. Of course. I, I would hope that sometimes you think to yourself, "I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Bob and Debbie's 
office area is going to look I can't like. wait. See, I think you're you're making that up. The only 70-year-olds remodeling. You're calling my wife a 70-year-old. <laughs> you know what? You can say whatever you want about me. She'll be 70 at some but point. But I'll, I'll knock you out. How old is Debbie? Why don't you reveal 62. that? 62. You're not supposed to say that. She doesn't mind. She looks like a million dollars. Absolutely. First thing I said to her on our first date was, how much younger are you than me? And when she said uh, seven years, I said, cool. <laughs> Got to be at least five. Well, it sounds like six. Of course, that's a joke. I don't, uh, I don't get it. Ah, uh, you know. Just hang with me. I don't get that joke. We, uh, we, we will take a break, Max. And when we come back, we're going to going to talk. We're going to talk K State football with Tim Fitzgerald, GoPowerCat.com. Get his thoughts on K State. They have been a little bit up and down. We saw what Avery Johnson could do in the win last week over Texas Tech. Five rushing touchdowns uh, in place of Will Howard. What's K State going to do moving forward? We'll try to get the answers next. Bob and Jeff, KFH. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I'm mine Week. Many would say that's one of the best, Tom Petty. So I almost said the best. It's up there. I won't back down. It might be the best. 
Tom Petty. Might be. Love it. Tim Fitzgerald joins us from GoPowerCat.com. He's all things Kansas State. Where are you with Tom Petty, Fitz? I would imagine uh, you're like me. You love him. Yeah, that's right in my wheelhouse of uh, music when I was younger and more fun. But, yeah. However, I will back down. I'm just not that tough. Younger and more fun. Man, wasn't wasn't that fun to be younger and more fun? Yes, and that is gone. (laughs) No, I'm not fun. No fun. Fitzy, we were just talking about uh, Wade Bowen. My dad doesn't know much about him. What would you tell him about Wade Bowen? I had an interesting story about Wade Bowen. So um, when I was younger and fun, this is probably still in my early 40s, I saw Wade Bowen live in a bar, and I hated him. I I had this incredible urge to go up and punch him, so I left the bar. <laughs> and uh, then I started listening to a lot of Red Dirt music. I'm like, oh, I like this song a lot. And then I realized, you know what, I really like Wade Bowen a lot. Um, and I think the song that finally won me over was Rodeo Clown. If you haven't listened to Rodeo Clown by Wade Bowen, uh, you, you need to. It's a, it's a gem. Well, I'm going to delve in. You guys have got me peaked. Uh, let's turn to K-State football because uh, that was a big road win against Texas Tech after a big road loss at Oklahoma State. TCU coming up at home this week. And uh, all anybody wants to talk about, and for good reason, is what's the quarterback situation? My question would be, how can it not be Avery Johnson moving forward? Well, I, I think uh, I think they're going to be a little cautious on that and, and see how teams adjust to him. And I also think, you know, TCU's, if you look at the stats, is much better at defending the quarterback run than Texas Tech. Uh, we said on our Powercat pregame podcast, this was a gaping hole in their defense was the quarterback run game. Uh, and we saw that come to fruition, and the coaches stuck with it. Uh, I, I actually think Will Howard will start on Saturday. I think they're going to kind of go into this. You know, Chris Clement just said, there's no plan. I mean, we're we're going to probably play them both, but uh, he's just going to go with the hot hand just as he's done with the running backs and and uh, what he did Saturday. You know, I, I think what's changed now is at Oklahoma State, he didn't do that, uh, and now he knows he's got to do that. Avery's made it very clear. Um, if Avery goes out and does similar things against TCU, uh, I think he probably starts with Houston next week. But I can see them kind of massaging this, you know, with the two quarterbacks for the next couple of weeks until they know exactly what they want to do when they go to Texas. And I and I I agree that probably makes sense. I mean, Will Howard certainly hasn't done a whole lot to lose the job, but Avery Johnson was so impressive. So, Jeff, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was looking at my email. I thought you were about to ask a question. My question is, why do you think or why did it turn out that uh, Wade Wade Bowen (laughs) – see, I've got Wade Bowen on the mind. Will Howard uh, worked out so well for K-State last week because – Traditionally, it's been running quarterbacks for K-State that have worked. Uh, Adrian Martinez was brought in to be that guy. Obviously, Avery Johnson was just successful at it. So why do you think Will Howard worked so well, and uh, is that sustainable? Well, um, you know what? If you ask anyone about the quarterback run game, they're going to say K-State needs to do it, and it works. If you ask Colin Klein, who is the very definition of the quarterback run game, 
He's going to tell you he wants to shy away from it a little bit uh, and use it more situational than as the core of the offense because he got beat up. Every quarterback K-State gets beat up beyond what you do in the normal wear and tear. Um, as far as I could tell, Avery goes so fast nobody can touch him, so that's kind of an advantage to that. Uh, but I, I think he's going to be real cautious. He, Avery's not a real big guy yet. He doesn't have all that college muscle mass on him yet, and he really could get injured if someone squares him up. So uh, they're going to be a little bit careful with how they treat their quarterbacks, and I know Will Howard has already been banged around a little bit. We we know that these are both very high-character guys. I was uh, yep. completely impressed with the shots they showed from the sideline the other night when Avery was just having this uh, monumental game, and Will Howard was uh, right next to him on the sideline. They were talking. They were laughing. They were giving each other slaps on the shoulder pads. Um, so that's a that's a huge advantage too, right? No, the coaches oh, don't is. have to worry about any any ill will. No, and you know what? Um, Chris Plummer just talked about that. He, will Howard saw Adrian, how Adrian Martinez handled him last year, and he's giving Avery the same respect. It's got to be weird for Will. I mean, this is literally one year removed from when he stepped on the field against TCU um, and you know, kind of changed everything at quarterback for K-State. Now it's happening to him. Uh, again, we'll see how the game plays out, but Will Howard's handled it really well. Um, he, he's a leader. He, he wants the team to win. And I don't know if you saw this. Um, by not going to Lubbock, I had the advantage of watching on TV and at halftime. Avery Johnson stood on that sideline and, you know, high-fived or low-fived or dabbed up, whatever you want to call it. Every player leaving for the locker room until there was none, and then he went in the locker room. Just little leadership things like that really resonate with teammates. Do you think the the best course of of uh, op, uh, action for K State is to just let both guys play and give teams different looks and and come at them in in different ways? Is that is that the best way for K State to kind of not save its season but uh, have as much success as possible? I think so. I mean, you know, you're going to force these teams to prepare for two guys, um, and we know that isn't easy. And I. I I think they both have assets they can give the team without without compromising what they want to do offensively. And they might lean more into the run with Avery and more into the pass with Will, but they both can do it. Uh, so th they're really going to make opposing teams prepare much more in depth than they have uh, maybe just for Will Howard. Tim Fitzgerald, our guest, GoPowerCat.com, his entity. You can read his work and the work of many others. They focus completely on Kansas State athletics. Uh, I'm gonna, I think I've asked you about Oklahoma State before. They just beat Kansas the other night down in Stillwater, so they ran the gauntlet against the Kansas teams in Stillwater. Here they are at 2-1 and one in the conference. They have an interesting road game coming up Saturday against West Virginia another of the two-and-one teams. The Big 12 is completely impossible to figure out. Oh, it's, it's nuts. This conference is absolutely nuts. Um, you know, I don't, I don't understand it at all how uh, you look at how Oklahoma State reinvents himself. You think BYU's you know, maybe going to go in and give TCU that's struggling some problems, and no, TCU kills them. Uh, you know, you can just 
find new life in a, in another week. It's just absolutely incredible to watch how this conference functions and and how difficult it is for you know teams to you know, find their way to define who they are. Who's the best team? The third team in this conference between Texas and Oklahoma. We don't have a clue right now. Maybe it's K State. Maybe it's someone else. But uh, these games are just all self-contained. You got to go take care of them. TCU is going to be a headache on Saturday, and then you worry about Houston that that might come in and give you trouble. You just don't know what you're going to get. And before we let you go, I do want to ask you about basketball because it seems like people are uh, underselling K-State basketball. I realize the players they lost from last year, uh, but I also know uh, what I saw with Jerome Tang and his ability to connect and to build a team and to make that team the very best it can be. I don't think that changes, and I and I like the talent on this roster. Uh, I think the the prognosticators are missing the boat. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I don't know how you look at what happened last season in Manhattan and not kind of buy in, you know, if you want to say it that way. I he he proved he can put together a roster. He got two JUCO transfer, excuse me, transfer portal guys that. Um, are going to be high impact. I think we've just scratched the surface on Naquan Tomlin, a guy that is just kind of figuring out basketball. And, uh, you know, he hasn't played a whole lot in his history. After not playing high school basketball, he's going to get better. It's going to be a good K-State team. Elite eight, look, that's a lot to ask. That was a lot to ask last year. But I do think this team will be uh, competing for the top spot in the Big 12. Kansas is naturally the team to beat. And I think they'll be in the mix. Uh, if things fall the right way, they could finish in that uh, top spot. We just got to play the games, and I'm eager to see what the finished product looks like for Kansas State basketball. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to basketball season, but we got a ways to go with football, and certainly all eyes will be on K-State at home this Saturday against TCU, a rematch of the uh, title game from last year. Fitz, thank you. Thank you, boys. Good to talk to you. Thanks. You. All right, Tim Fitzgerald. I guess it sounds like the approach is uh, we're going to go with Will Howard, but we know what we got, and if we need to use it, uh, we'll unleash the beast. Might as well. How about that one? That's never been used, has it? Uh, yeah, it has. Name a name an example. Okay. Unleash the beast. Well, it's not hard to like Google. It's it is hard to Google actually when you're doing a radio show, and you can only uh, do swipe typing. I just gotta feel like that's completely original. Unleash the beast. Who had it? Uh, PBR, Pro Bull Riders. They got that. Yeah, they have a like an event called that. Huh. It's a it's the Unleash the Beast series, thirteenth studio album by English heavy metal band Saxon. I wonder if that's where I got it from. Unleash the Beast. Uh, otherwise, a big Saxon fan back in the day. The Beast Unleashed is a monster energy drink, maybe. Well, I, listen, I, I, it's original here in town. Mm, I'm sure it is. Uh, so I'm going to go. There's a song with called "Unleash the Beast" by Burning Witches. See what I mean? I'm. A, it's a little occult. It's very dark. Any yeah. fan joins us. Wichita East. Uh, the the Blue Aces are hot, playing great offense and great defense. You got it going on right now, Coach. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? 
We're doing well. Thanks for joining us. You uh, finish up uh, your regular you season to, to, um, Friday night at Bishop Carroll. I, I, I'm sure you view that as a dangerous game, even though Bishop Carroll hasn't kind had the kind of season uh, we're accustomed, accustomed to them having. Yeah, um, with that quarterback they have, I think he's a really good guy. He, he, I would have said he single-handedly beat us last year, but he, he had a large part to do with it. Um, dual threat guy, big kid. Um, that they they put a lot of their, their offense in his hand, and and he's uh, going to be a huge task to to stop on Friday night. So it was a couple of years ago that uh, when you beat Bishop Carroll, that everyone really started to notice what you guys were doing. Uh, some of the the very talented players you have. What do you remember about that game? It was really, I think, probably about two years ago. Uh, to the day almost, uh, late in the season. So what do you remember about that game, and how did it kind of launch you into what you've become, which is uh, possibly a City League champion with a win tomorrow night? Um, That game there, I think it it, it was that game we needed to get over the hump. Um, And it was on our senior night, so we was going to get the best that they are going to give us. So for us to go into our house uh, on senior night and beat them, I think it was a much-needed win, but also – it let everybody know in the city that I mean we're, we're we're one of the competitors of the city league as well. Minnie Ekpan, our guest from Wichita East. So the season started with a very close loss uh, up in Topeka against a really good Washburn Rural team. Uh, then you lost the game that you were in uh, all the way against Cape and Mount Carmel. You're zero and two to start the season, but you've been in in both games. You know Northwest is coming up in a couple weeks after that. How important do you feel like it was, Coach, to have that uh, that to have that game against Southeast, where you were able to kind of regroup, win a game, start to start to feel better, and then go into that Northwest game a week later and uh, beat the Grizzlies. Now, the Southeast game was important because after the first loss to Washburn, we changed a few things, and then after the loss against Capen, we changed a few things. But also, you get a, you you find out which players you can rely on, which players you got to go to. And um, that week three game against Southeast, we, we tried a few things. and uh, But it also helped us prepare for Northwest a little a little early. Um, so that's what we did against uh, Southeast. We, we prepared for Northwest a little bit early. Um, so that helped us a lot, but it helped us get over the hump. Those first two losses. Yeah, I guess my, I my larger point on that was that it was probably good not to play Northwest Right, right away after that Capen game. Do you agree? Oh, one hundred, one hundred percent. We need a, uh, a week to regroup, and you know, I, you're definitely right about that. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about your quarterback Deontay Mitchell, but I have a sort of unrelated, but sort of related question. He was a second team uh, All City last year, but you had another quarterback place on on an All City, Iverson Scott. Uh, he was a sophomore last year. Honorable mention. Uh, I, that's amazing that you got two quarterbacks when it's usually one. So uh, wh- who's Iverson Scott, and what should we be expecting from him, uh, I assume, next year when he becomes a full-time guy? Uh, Iverson Scott, he's a, uh, another young guy, sophomore, left-handed quarterback, uh, skilled kid, athletic, um, probably a little bit taller, probably six one guy. Um, he's just a kid that's just waiting, waiting for his turn. Um when we get in some of those games, some of those games, if the score gets a little out of hand, we, we throw them out there and we get them ready for next year. And then uh, just throw 
couple plays so so he can get familiar familiar with some of those plays. But Iverson, Iverson Scott's a great player, athletic, big kid, and uh, he'll be a great player for us next year's come, couple years come. Talking uh, Wichita East football with their head coach Any Akpon. You uh, you take a look at six A, especially in the West, and it's a it's a juggernaut. It, the playoffs are going to be intense, exciting, up for grabs. You've got Washburn Rural, of course, Northwest, Manhattan, Derby. No one should ever sell them short. Uh, Junction City. Uh, it, it's just going to be uh, incredible, isn't it? Yes, the West side is going to be tough. Uh, I think I think each one of those teams that you named wish they was on the East side uh, to play, some, play that bracket. But, no, the West side is definitely going to be tough. I think we had the best – two teams, two, three teams here on this side of the bracket. So every week you got to bring your A game if you want to make it to that state championship game. It's weird to see Derby not ranked. Um, I think I know better, but there's so many good teams in 6A that it's it's tough to crack those that top five. Yes. Um, I mean, we're all used to Derby uh, being one of the top teams in the state and being ranked up there. And I think Derby's still – a very good team. I think right now, when you're losing a talented kid like Dylan, Dylan Edwards, uh, they got to go refine their identity. But they're running back now. Hubbard, he's a, he's a great back as well. So um, I think they also lost their quarterback due to injury. So right now, they're just they're just trying to figure out where they're going to do, find their way. But they're still a great team. Yeah. So let's let's talk about your offense led by Deontay Mitchell, your quarterback, MJ White. Uh, leads a really strong group of receivers. You've got Rayvel Leaks back there at running back. I mean, this is a pretty strong era, at least at the top of the City League, for really good offensive players and teams. Um, tell us about just your offense and how you're, how you're finding your way uh, stacking up against those other teams. The great thing about our offense, we can throw the ball and we can run the ball. When you have Rayvel Leaks, I think he's one of the best backs in the state of Kansas. A strong runner, but, but fast. Uh, elusive, but then also when you have a quarterback that when he wants to be, he could be a quarterback or he could turn into a running back. He could run the ball and throw the ball. I think you have your your real true threat offense, but then you add your receiving core with, with MJ White and Ashton White and LT Robinson and uh, Doppy, those four receivers right there. It, it's, it's, it's a hard matchup for teams. It's a hard, we're just a hard offense to stop. And when we're clicking and everybody's doing what they're supposed to, I mean, we put up points pretty quick. Any Akpan, our guest from Wichita East, I want you to tell us about your defense here in just a second, but I want to expand on M.J. White because that's a kid I know. He played in League 42. He started playing baseball pretty late, but he was uh, tremendously athletic and and has the skill set. Uh, if that had been the sport he would have chosen to pursue, he's just a really good all-around athlete. Yes. Um, MJ, he he. In fact, he still does play baseball. Last year, he played baseball and and he ran track. Still made it to the state uh, state championship in track track and field. Took third in the winter and hurdle. So MJ just an all around athlete, just a stud. But from the from the football standpoint, he's one of those kids. You throw him the ball, he's gonna go get it. I mean, he's just a, a tough, nasty, hard nosed kid. Um, glad we have him. Unfortunately, he's a senior, so we only have this this last season with him, but. He's a tremendous kid. So what about some of your defensive personnel? Because you have been rolling up a bunch of shutouts of late. Uh, so who on that side of the football has been 
uh, some of your main contributors? Uh, right now we got we got Dayday. He's an outside backer, strong safety type body. Um, one of those leaders on the defense. That's the edge, uh, but also can can drop back in coverage. But then also our defensive line. I think it's just the whole unit right there sets the tone for 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 us on defense from from stopping the run to also the pass rushing. When we have a young guy with uh, Pharrell Adams at linebacker, he's a sophomore kid, but I mean he stepped into the role and the kid's been playing amazing. So I think defensively it's more of a collective type thing, not one single guy. But when you get all those guys. Uh, flying around, and I think we're probably one of the faster defenses in the state. It, it, it makes a huge difference. Well, I'm, I'm cur- sorry, I'm curious, Coach. You know, there there are teams in the city league uh, that aren't as aren't as competitive, aren't really competitive at all. You had one of those last week in North, and you were up seventy-two, nothing, I believe, was the halftime score. I'm just curious how difficult it is to figure out what to do in those games. I'm sure you want to get your young players reps, but it's also week seven you're all, you also have bishop carroll coming up in, in a week and uh you're trying to figure out that and and make sure guys stay stay ready how do you even figure out a game like that uh it's tough i mean it, 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 it's, it's it's really tough to sometimes play some of those teams and you try and get prepared and get geared up for a team like carroll uh last week they played heights and probably a tough game for them so those, those guys and look up to uh, look forward for a game like that. So for us, we just try to keep our guys focused. Um, just do new things, add add more things into the playbook. Some of those week, but also when you play some of those teams, you get you get some breaks. You get some uh, some guys healed up. Uh, obviously, the starters gonna play the whole game, so you get rest some of those guys that have some little nicks of injuries. So that's the perks of some of those games when you have a guy that's sitting out maybe a week or two. Our linebacker set out last week, and it was a good week for him to sit out. So those are some of the perks that you get when you're playing some of those games. Coach Ackman, thanks so much for coming on the show. Best of luck against uh, Bishop Carroll coming up uh, Friday night at Bishop Carroll. And then in the uh, Class 6A playoffs, we'll be following you. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. All right, there you go. Wichita East having another good year. Started 0-2, lost to two really good teams, uh, beat a really, really good team in Northwest, and here they are at 5-2. and two. Washburn Rural number one in six. They are. So yeah, that's, that's a correct. tough game. So they lost to the two number one teams in the two biggest classes. Right. Washburn Rural is uh, undefeated, and they have Topeka West to try to wrap up a regular season of undefeated. They did beat Manhattan. They did beat Junction City. They did beat Wichita East. So they've answered their biggest challenges. No question. We will take a break and answer my biggest challenge, how to do hour number two with Jeff. Pretty easy. I make uh, it pretty easy We'll for try you. to get that done next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.